Hi there, and welcome to the Future of Influence podcast. Here we discuss the power of influence, leadership, overcoming challenges, and more. They call me King Raj Singh, creator of the Future of Influence podcast. Stay on after the show, and we'll share how you can be the next guest on one of the fastest-growing podcasts in our industry. With that, here we go. All right. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Future of Influence podcast. I am your host, Raj Singh. They call me King Raj. And I have with us today just a brilliant, brilliant person that is just making uh, huge strides in what she's doing in her community with people all over, uh, you know, nationally, internationally. I know some of the people she's working with and hear nothing but good things. So help me introduce to you. We have a treat. Here is Colleen Biggs. Please introduce yourself. Hi, thank you so much, King Raj, for having me on your podcast. Yes, we have so many friends in common. And, uh, you know, the, um, I'm the founder of Lead Up for Women, and I empower women to believe in themselves, to uh, be able to expand their influence, to attract the right clients. I think that's the biggest problem that we have. And over 20 years of coaching and launching over 340 businesses, the one thing I know to be true is if you're seen, heard, and visible, then you're a success. If you're not, you're bankrupt. So that's what I help women do. Excellent. I love it. And how do you help them do that? You know, exactly. What are just some of your methods and strategies for doing so? Thanks for asking that. You know, a lot of women's organizations are built on networking and collaborations and connection with other like-minded people. And I built that as the foundation of our organization. But in addition to that, the being seen, being visible and being heard piece is so crucial for the success for women entrepreneurs today. So I created these platforms uh, like the magazine where our members write all of the articles in the magazine. We uh, focus on leadership, business, philanthropy, lifestyle. Uh, as you can see, uh, my good friend Sharon Lecter was on the cover. Uh, is also a member of Lead Up for Women um, of our last issue. Um, I do a podcast weekly on Wednesdays. I've been doing a live radio show for a few years. We just moved over to a podcast format, uh, Lead Up for Women, Speak Up to Lead Up, where I interview the members to give them credibility as well. Uh, we also do Member Monday Spotlights. We spotlight one member in our community uh, throughout all of our channels um, of a female that inspires us to thrive every Thursday. And we host Teaching Tuesday webinars that we invite and um, do all the promoting for, and then our members come forward and host and teach. So they get the opportunity to share their genius, uh, make offers, and really expand their influence uh, and increase their revenue through these channels. That's wonderful. And I know more and more people I'm seeing uh, and more companies are being created that do similar you know, types of things where they might not do everything that you do, but they do um, some of the pieces here and there. And um, I'm just curious, what really bugs you about this industry um, when you look at it? Because there's so many people doing it. I mean, I, I don't even want to comment on that. I'll let you do that because you're the master at that industry. But what bugs you about you know, the, the industry? Um. I think what you're talking about is the industry maybe of community or women's organizations. And I think the thing that, you know, all women have good hearts. We're all here to serve, right? So mm -hmm. we build these communities. We have a membership program for them to be part of it. And the reason why I believe we do that 
is so that they have skin in the game, right? We want them to have skin in the game. We want them to have an investment in their future, in them taking part in what we produce. I think what bugs me the most is so many organizations make it about the organization and not necessarily about their members. And the reason, Raj, why I even built all of this was because I couldn't find one single, and I'm talking NABU, eWomen, you name it. There's a lot of organizations out there. They, they really build the organization. They bring in sponsors. They bring in higher names uh, for women to connect with these other companies. But what they don't do is ever really put their members in the spotlight. And that's the one piece that I believe is missing the most. So that's what bugs me is they don't make it about their members. And their members are the ones that do all the volunteering, building all of their programs. They're the ones that are connecting and bringing more women into the organization, yet they're never spotlighted for it. They're never recognized for it. And you could connect me with Wells Fargo, right, for, for business Funding. You can connect me with a copywriting company. You can connect me with all these companies, but that doesn't help me get in the spotlight, you know? So I think that's the biggest piece that bothers me is, um, and why I built Lead Up for Women is we, if women usually will not step into the spotlight themselves unless they watch another woman, you know, move a mountain first, then they'll move a mountain. And this is very important to remember because women aren't aggressive like men in that area. So we have to be paving the path for other women. And when they feel comfortable enough, then they'll step forward and step into that platform. But I'm finding that that's probably the biggest struggle is women will just remain in the shadows unless you give them a safe and nurturing environment to step out of that shadows and know that they, you know, have a place to stand and speak. That's a great, great point. Before clients actually enroll with your program or start working with you, what's one thing that you see um, that they have wasted their time and money and resources on before working with you? Um, okay. <laughs> so, um, you know, I have the community that they work with and then, you know, a lot of them will graduate and work with me one-on-one -on -one in groups or private clients, you know, or they'll be in my high level mastermind or some of the other pieces that I have. So I can tell you the biggest issue that I find with women is they spend too much time trying to trying to get things perfected. The perfectionism comes out before they get out in the out of the shadows. They say, I can't, I can't be on that platform because um, I don't have my website built yet, or I'm redoing my website, or I don't have my free download. And I say, do you have cash? And they say, no. I said, well, great. The fastest path to cash is to get out there and start talking and get yourself a client. No one cares about your free download. No one cares about your website. I've built six-figure companies with zero websites. No clicking, no anywhere to download. People want you. And you need to build a relationship with people and get them to know, like, and trust you. So I'm offering you all these platforms for you to get out there so people can get to know, like, and trust you, and then they're gonna wanna dive in the pool with you. But no one's gonna wanna do the polar bear plunge when they know nothing about you or they've gone to your website and then maybe downloaded a free downloadable. It just doesn't work that way. They, they need to have more of you. 
Understood. And I think that is a key point about building relationships. I think it's the key, the glue that holds everything together. Um, you know, they say more business is done uh, in, in a, uh, on the golf course than in a boardroom nowadays, right? And that's why I love, you mentioned masterminds, masterminds that includes where we can have fun with the same people that we're doing the masterminding with in exotic locations all around the world. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but speaking about relationships and getting to know, uh, you know, the person you're, you're working with, Let's get to know you more. What do you like to do outside of your business-related stuff for fun? What types of hobbies do you have? So I'll shock a few people here. Um, so I am a, <laughs> a certified first-degree black belt. Wow. And uh, I spent a lot of years building that in my 40s. So I'm very proud of that. Not a lot of people you know, share those things about themselves. So thank you for asking. Personally, I did it. My husband and I did it after we have seven children. So after our children grew up and we weren't splitting our ways, trying to do different things, <laughs> we said, what do we do with our evenings? Because now we're free and we weren't used to that. And uh, we decided to do something for ourselves at that point. Uh, and so we decided to go get our black belt. And let me tell you, there's a lot of four-year-old women that want to kick your ass in a ring. I can just tell you that right now. Wow. We competed. Um, we mentally and physically pushed our bodies um, beyond levels that we thought was possible. So that's something I'm very proud of. I also became a personal trainer uh, for a long time because I just love the health of, of people and I want to serve and help them be healthy. I've always been an extremely healthy person, uh, working out different, you know, I used to run marathons. So I've gone through all the phases of CrossFit and Taekwondo was fun. Um, and so I was a personal trainer for a long time. My husband and I live in Arizona, so we love hiking, but we've got 11 grandkids now. And so oh, wow. we've got, you know, all of our children live around us. So I love to spend time down with my family. My husband's my best friend. So him and I love to travel when we can spend time together. But, you know, we're both entrepreneurs and we're both very busy, but we love what we do. So it just really is part of our life. Um, our kids are part of that. Um, our grandkids are part of that. So I would say just anything being active, um, having meeting up with other people. This COVID has really driven me crazy because um, I just, you know, want to be around people. And so I keep organizing meetups around my area. I'm very involved in my community and leadership in my community and teaching others about leadership. So um, that's what we, that's really what we like to do for fun. Wow. Very physically active and you can yeah. kick butt. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> but it's all for self-defense. You know, it's fun to see my little grandsons in karate now and watching them um, at a young age because it's one of the best things you can do for yourself or your children. You know, I don't, Raj, I don't think people push themselves past their normal limits. And one of the best things you can do for yourself is sign up for like a run that's, you know, 20, a marathon that you've never done before and train for it once, you know. Push your body and your mental ability past a specific point and cross an actual finish line, for God's sake. A lot of people in business don't cross so many finish lines, and they wonder why they, they're stuck. They wonder why they're not motivated. It's because they're not having any wins. So go physically get some wins in your life, um, and that, that can help um, really propel you in your, your business life as well, you know. Preach it, Colleen. Preach it. I love it. Yes. Let's get some more wins in our lives. I like it. So I, I definitely, you know, like what you're saying. And um, as far as your ideal client that you serve, what does your ideal client look like? If they're listening right now and they say, hmm, this is me, what does that look like? 
She's a female entrepreneur that is really driven, knows that she has a product and a service. She's drawn to be a purposeful entrepreneur. Um, and she knows that she is meant to impact many thousands of people. She is just struggling to figure out how to get herself out there. She is struggling to figure out how to monetize her message, the clarity of what she, what she does and, and uh, the problems she's solving for others. She's struggling on um, building her products and services that are clear because a confused buyer won't buy. So she's struggling on figuring that out. And she just is looking for, she's really throwing her money and her efforts at a bunch of different areas, like marketing, like Facebook ads, like all the things that aren't going to bring the, the clients that you're looking for because they're confused buyers. So one that is really looking for that clarity um, and is wanting to go to the next level, whether they're looking to want to get to finally ever in their first like six figures. I have clients that are working um, and getting to seven figures. So we all have a different hurdle along the way and something that you know we come up against. Um, and we have the only way to get through that is to go through it. You can't go around it, but people are always looking for the silver bullets. You know that Raj, to go around the problems. You have to dive right through them. So if you're struggling with getting yourself out there and you actually feel like maybe there's a worth issue or you're feeling like you're not enough and does someone really want to listen to what I have to say or will they really pay me money for what I'm offering them, then I'm your girl. Because yes, they should be paying you money and yes, you're worth it. Yeah. Mm. I love it. You are worth it. Okay. And if that person is listening to this right now, I want to take the next step with you. You know, what should they do? If they're saying, I like what I'm hearing, you know, what's their next steps? They can go to leadupforwomen.com. I mean, everything on our website is going to assist them to be able to get in contact with me, to be able to get in, you know, free downloads like our magazine, the 10 tips that our members write. You know, our members are really the foundation of our organization. So I always recommend that they just find us everywhere. Leadupforwomen.com, on every social media outlet, on LinkedIn. You can find me on LinkedIn. Message me. Let me know that you're interested in, in betting on yourself. That's what I tell people. I bet on you, but you have to bet on you. So text me or you know, message me that you want to bet on yourself and DM me on social media, and we'll connect with you right away. Wonderful. Now, what made you start actually doing this, getting into this field and, and helping besides seeing the problem that was out there and, and, and your personal experience? Like what really made you decide to say, hey, this is what I want my business to do. This is what I want to do day to day, um, you know, just in my life. It's doing this mission, this work right here. I'm a corporate dropout and I decided to drop out of corporate on purpose because I didn't like the, the females that I was surrounded with. I didn't like the, you know, the fighting up the ladder. <clears throat> Um, there, there wasn't community there. Um, I really didn't like being held in a box. And once I became an entrepreneur in what I call this millionaire playground out here, which is just phenomenal, uh, I knew because I had been coaching for over 20 years already and I launched over 340 businesses that I loved assisting people realize their dreams of building a business and having the freedom of time, the freedom of choice, and the freedom for their families. And that was, that was my biggest wins through um, you know, most of my years in corporate America. And when I came out here and realized how many women just were not clear on a path, 
or knew how to build a business, I knew that it was my responsibility um, to give them a place that was safe, that was nurturing, that had platforms for visibility, and lead the way by example by building the businesses so that I, so that I could have the credibility um, and show them that I could help lead the way for them. So I just knew it's what I needed to do. Excellent. Excellent. And, and I feel it when you say that. I could definitely feel your passion for doing so. And I think most of us entrepreneurs come from some type of a similar experience seeing that. Congratulations, by the way, uh, on being a corporate dropout, you know, myself as well. <laughs> Great way to look at it. Yes, yes. And, um, you know, on that note, before we wrap up, can you share with us any one of your client, you know, success stories? Yeah. You know, Michelle is probably one of my favorites um, because she had been a women's empowerment coach for over 17 years when I met her. I mean, she had been doing this for a long time as an entrepreneur and had made really good money. And COVID just, um, when the pandemic hit, she let the environment and what was happening around her get the best of her. She had more gifts, Raj, than I had seen in any, she was like a priestess, if that makes sense. Um, she, I think she had a direct portal to the universe. She was intuitive. She had so many wonderful gifts on how she could help lead and guide women uh, in you know, the, where they were stuck in their businesses. And she just didn't have her legs under her anymore. And when she got together with me and we started working together, it wasn't even 30 days and she was making more money than she had ever made in her life. And she just needed someone to bet on her. She needed someone to believe in her. She needed someone to remind her of what her gifts were, help her get clarity again, because she had all this built already. It's like it just came tumbling down, and then she couldn't figure out how to put the pieces back together. And we all get there sometime in our lives where we're just needing someone to help us put the pieces back together and gain that clarity again. And that was all she needed from me. And then she was off and running with the races. And before you know it, you know, she, for her, she was making $30,000 a month. Um, that was very significant to her. She was very happy uh, considering she was making $1,500 a month when we met. So she um, is definitely, um, I would say, consistent with several of the women that I work with they just lose faith in themselves. They lose faith in their abilities um, to really be that, you know, have that superpower that they already possess that no one can give to them. We just need to help them on, on you know, discover it again. Wow. Really doing uh, some very special work here. So again, if you're listening to this and it feels like a good fit for you, definitely check out Colleen at leadupforwoman.com. Colleen, any last words you'd like to leave with uh, the listeners today? Yeah, um, I just want to say one thing, Raj, and that is there are so many opportunities out there for us. And if you are deciding that you have done it all and you've got it in the bag um, and you know, you've got this egotistical whatever sitting on your shoulder, just remember there are people out there that are praying for you to find them. And if learning is beneath you, then leadership is beyond you. You should always be the example of leadership because people are watching you. Yeah. Mm, powerful, powerful words. Well, thank you so much, Colleen. Again, I wish you uh, very much success in all that you do. Please, once again, listeners and viewers, go to leadupforwoman.com and support whatever Colleen's doing. I uh, definitely endorse her. I know she's with the right people doing the right things at the right time. 
Uh, so thanks again, Colleen, for the Future of Influence podcast. Until next thanks, time. Raj. Thanks for listening to the Future of Influence podcast. If you're interested in sharing your story by being a guest on our show, please visit https colon slash slash kingrajsingh.com slash podcast slash apply to apply. And if you liked what you heard, please also visit and follow us on all social media. Please subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Once again, they call me King Raj Singh, and thanks again for listening to the Future of Influence podcast. Tune in next time.